Good afternoon, A Pushers. This is Miss Hines. It is 4 9 2020. It's Thursday. And I wanted to pop up today on a podcast and just have a quick combo with you about um, today's really sensational review session. If you haven't had a chance to watch it yet, it's going to be on demand. It was really good. It was about um, they're really closing out uh, period nine today. And they talk about some very significant events in history that I'm sure you've heard of, but they give you a little bit more information. They get into um, the Bush presidency, George W. Bush's presidency, September 11th. Um, They talk about, um, I guess before Bush's presidency, they talk about Bill Clinton's presidency, then George W. Bush, and then Barack Obama. And they give some really good... insights to those events in history and today's focus for skill is the POV point of view and so they show a series of really good political cartoons um, and and different things to really help you understand what is point of view and what you would have to do to get that point on the AP exam so I encourage you to check that out also remember tomorrow is a day off so There's no assignment tomorrow. I won't be podcasting tomorrow. You're supposed to take the day off. I'm supposed to take the day off. All your work is going to be due. I pushed everything back until next Tuesday. And then um, what I want to encourage you to do on Monday is definitely watch the AP review because the the review begins on Monday. And so they, I think they're broadcasting a review tomorrow, but um, you can always catch that on the weekend or next week. Uh, But Monday, they actually start to begin reviewing for the exam. So I'm assuming they're going to start with period three because the DBQ will be period three to period um, through period three, four, five, six, and seven. It doesn't include eight or nine or one or two. I put on Edsby and on Remind, I think I put it on Remind, the new modified DBQ rubric. It is a whopping 10 points. I know. Can you believe that? Um, so the the way that it looks, if you kind of look on the side of it, it says no change to the scoring um, criteria in 2020. That would be the thesis and claim is still one point. And then the contextualization, also known as historical situation, that's still one point. So those two first points, thesis and contextualization, also known as ACA, historical situation are still one point each. Now, the part that changes, um, we're going to see a change only for 2020, um, is evidence C. And let's have a quick combo about evidence C. It's you get zero to five points for this. And so let me just tell you what the changes are. And if you have this document open, that would really help for you to look at it at while I'm looking at it. Um, by the way, I went to a I'm not went to I went I had an online um, workshop today about how to do uh, PowerPoints and have them as a video. So I'll be able to have like a voiceover on a PowerPoint. So I'm pretty excited about trying that out. I think I'm going to experiment with the one with this rubric um, and work on it over the weekend and see if I can put it online so you can check that out. 
Anyway, back to the five points for evidence, you still get the point for uses the content of at least two documents. Used to be three, now you have to use two documents out of the five documents and you get a point. You get, they're giving you an additional point. An immediate point will be awarded for students who can support an argument with fewer documents than in a typical school year, a typical exam year. So that's a significant point change. So you're going to get um, a point for just mentioning or not mentioning, sorry, um, use the content of at least two documents to address the topic of the prompt. And then you're going to get an extra point to, and, a, and one point supports an argument in response to the prompt using two documents. So you get it for using the content and then you get another point for supporting an argument in response to it. So with that point, um, it says to earn two points, the response must accurately describe rather than simply quote the content from at least two documents. In addition, the response must use the content of the documents to support an argument response to the prompt. So you would use those documents um, with a little bit more detail. And this includes some analysis, obviously, because you're going to support your argument and explain why that the contents of that document support your argument. So again, your claim, your thesis has to have um, those categories of analysis and you really have to back those up. And then also for the evidence for this zero to five points that are available, um, you get an additional point if you if you address an argument, if you support an argument for four of the five documents. So that's sensational. It says to earn three points, the response must accurately describe rather than simply quote the content from at least four documents. In addition, the response must use the content of the documents to support an argument in response to the prompt. So one point for mentioning two documents, two points for using two, supporting two documents, supporting your argument with two documents, and three points for doing this with four documents, supporting four documents. Then I think this next, these next two points are going to be um, uh, kind of gravy for you. Um, evidence beyond the document. So this would be outside information. So you usually only get one point for that. Now you're going to get a, possibly two points for that. So it says, to earn this point, the response must describe the evidence and must use more than a phrase or reference. This additional piece of evidence must be different from the evidence used to earn the point for contextualization. So you can't double dip on your contextualization historical situation as outside information from the information outside the document. So for the first point, uses at least one additional piece of specific historical evidence beyond that's found in the documents relevant to an argument about the prompt. Remember, stick with U.S. history. Do not throw in some world history event. And now for this year, you're going to get an extra chance to earn another point. It says, and one point describes a second piece of specific historical evidence Beyond that is found in the documents relevant to an argument about the prompt. So two chances to earn two points for outside information. And then finally, analysis and reasoning, you're going to earn three points potentially on this. So 
the, there's a change. Um, for, for the one that doesn't change, it's you get one doc for one document, explain how or why the document's point of view, purpose, historical situation, and our audience is relevant to the audience or argument. To earn this point, the response must explain how or why rather than simply identifying the document's POV, purpose, historical situation, or audience is relevant to the argument about the prompt for, for um, each of the three documents sourced. So what that means is you for one document, you can explain how either the point of view, th so think of your hip chart. Everything we do with our hip charts, point of view, purpose, historical situation, or audience. How is that relevant to the argument? So you have to tie it to the argument. Now, the second point you can earn for this, it says, for a second document, explain the how or why the document's point of view, purpose, historical situation, and our audience is relevant to an argument. Um, so this is the change. If this is over on the, the left side of the document, it says for 2020 only, one point will be awarded for students who provide sourcing for one document relevant to the argument rather than three or of seven documents as required in a typical exam year. And a second point may be awarded for providing sourcing for a second document. So they're giving you two points for doing um, one of those hip chart possibilities for two documents. So you could do, um, talk about the historical situation of two documents. You could do historical situation or point of view of two separate documents. You know, you can mix and match. And then finally, the complexity point, Aka, the unicorn point, you still can earn a point for that. And we've done a lot of practice with that this year demonstrates a complex understanding of the historical development that is the focus of the prompt using evidence to co corroborate, qualify, or modify an argument that addresses the question. So remember, over on the right side, it gives you some examples of how to do that. Explaining the nuance of an issue by analyzing multiple variables. Explaining both similarity and differences, or explaining both the continuity and change multiple causes, explaining both cause and effect, explaining relevant and insightful connections within and across periods. This week on AP Review on YouTube, they've compared the 1920s to the 1980s. That would earn a complexity point unless that's what the, the question's about. Now, if the question is about compare the 1920s and the 1950s, which they typically get compared, um, Let's say that's what the question is. If you threw in the 1980s and talked about the 1980s, how that decade is very similar to the 20s and 50s, you would get the complexity point. Then finally, qualifying or modifying an argument by considering diverse and alternative views of evidence. Um, I think that this one, alternative views or evidence, this would definitely be like the opposite, like your counter argument. So if you really expanded on your counter argument, this would be, like I said, for this complexity point, put it in a separate paragraph at the end of the essay. And um, you can, you feel free to say, infer, you know, you can start out the paragraph with further analysis of this topic, blah, blah, blah. Okay. The good news is that the College Board is going to put some simulated tests, um, document uh, DBQs online and, and simulated um, 
test questions so you get the feel for what it's going to be like on May 15th on your test day. And they're going to do this for every AP class you're taking. So um, I know that most of you take multiple AP classes. I would say 80% of you take two or, or one or more AP classes. Um, and I have a lot of kids in my U.S. History Honors class that take AP classes as well. And so I hope that you're taking advantage of the, the college board putting on those reviews online. I've chatted with some of you, texted with you, some of you to ask you if, if you're watching the videos. Um, I hope that you take some time to do that. They're so good. Um, they're so well done. I don't think it's a waste of your time. Um, you'll be glad that you're doing this. So let's say you haven't watched any. If I were you, um, I would definitely watch um, yesterday's and today's because they get into the hip chart and the DBQ and definitely start watching on Monday. You can watch them live at 11 and tweet to the um, hosts of it at Virtual APUSH. Um, you can do a shout out. They'll mention your name on the air. Um, you can mention the school. Um, I've had a couple shout outs. It's pretty exciting, to be honest. Um, and um, they ask questions. So this sounds like it'd be right up Kevin's alley because he's like, he loves that trivia. Um, anyway, I really encourage you to do that. Now, the state of Florida said, um, the Department of Education said that you should only be doing like three hours of screen time a day. Um, and I know that some of you are feeling very overwhelmed with work, with schoolwork. And then a lot of your classmates are still working part-time. Um, and some people haven't been impacted, I'm guessing, by the virus. So um, if you're feeling overwhelmed, um, I would probably reach out to administration. Ms. Heffley is kind of in charge of us social studies teachers right now. Um, let her know if you're feeling overwhelmed. Let one teacher is just giving you a ton of work. If it's me, I hope you're telling me it's me. Um, and then, I mean, I've really cut back all my work for you. Um, I also wanted to mention this. If you're feeling good, you're feeling a little bit caught up and you want to do a little bit more work in APUSH, um, I would definitely um, check out that Perfection Learning um, AMSCO online book if you wanted to start reading that. Um, start looking back at your review book that you had. I, I, I did assign some work from some reading from that. I think what I'll do is um, ask you to go ahead and, and read period nine just for some background knowledge. It's pretty interesting stuff. Um, if you're using the AMSCO book, the Perfection Learning book, or the Princeton Review. And then next Monday, we'll talk more about where you should begin in your review books for when you start reviewing because I'm going to uh, be posting some handouts to you that I think are really great handouts to help you kind of focus because I review thematically. Um, it'll be interesting to see how Miss Fair and Mr. Horton are going to review with you. I'm looking forward to that. Um, so that's all I have to say about AP. Now I want to talk about you all for a minute. Um, what I'm hearing from a lot of you is that you're feeling... Um, really isolated, which I, I totally get that. Um, you're probably missing your friends right now. Um, if, if you're feeling um, 
you know, isolated like that. I hope you're reaching out to your friends. I know it's not the same, you know, that you can't actually be with them in close physical proximity. Um, but texting somebody, doing FaceTime with somebody, um, doing your own Zoom with a person, um, that's all good, all right? And um, you can always talk to me. You know, I ask you how you're doing, how you're feeling, um, and just, you know, hang in there. I'm super proud of your work you're doing. Um, I miss you all very much. I wish I could see you right now. I wish I could be in school right now, but, you know, we have to kind of face the reality that it is what it is right now. And so um, let's just try and get through this, do the best we can. Um, just be good to one another, um, reach out to your friends, um, and I guess that's all I got. All right, so have a great long weekend, and I'll pop up next Monday. All right, that's all I got for today. Peace out.